All right, I'm recording. Uh, I I I just want to fucking do this. I'm so Dude. excited. Uh, I'm so excited. Uh, let's go. I don't have a nickname. I'm so excited. Oh, do I have a nickname? Oh shit, I don't. What did you think of the episode? G- good. 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 Uh, I've got a nickname. Uh, I'm ready to go. What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgen at the Only Podcast exclusively about the secret life of the American teenager. I'm <laughs> Christian quarterback sensation Sam Canning. And I'm Jordan Canning, also known as... I forgot the name of the Sherman town. Sherman Oaks. I'm Sherman Oaks. I'm Sherman Oaks. Professor Oaks. Coming at you live from Sherman Coming at Oaks. you live, interviewing this real Christian quarterback. Hello, I'm Christian quarterback <laughs> sensation Jack Pack. This the Christian sensation that's <laughs> sweeping the nation. Jordan, I've been waiting for this episode since the beginning of the show. It's a good one. Well, I'll tell oh, you this. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Oh my god. Oh boy. Okay. We, so, let's just go. Let's just no, go. Well, hold on. I do I do want to say oh god. Um <laughs> I don't know if you saw me posting about it. We got followed on Twitter yes. by a podcast called Please Don't Make Me Watch This. Shout uh, out to them. Which uh, is they're... It, they are doing it is uh just like a general bad TV podcast, I guess, and uh season 1 of their podcast. Which I mean, they're calling it. I was gonna one. say when they, do, do I they saw season one, I was like, "That's gonna like take you years. like two years." Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, they they are watching the Secret Life of the American Teenager. I I just before listening to this, I listened to their latest episode, which is on the classic episode "Summertime." Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I need to adjust my gain. Hold on. Uh, and you just you just finished watching the episode immediately before we uh, started. I recording. sure did. So I got that big that bl- big cliffhanger. Yeah. Uh, Hi, anyway, I'm, I'm your, it's, I'm, it's your uh, <laughs> I'm your anchor, Cliffhanger. I'm I'm Jordan Canning, aka Cliffhanger, aka Sherman Oaks. <laughs> These are your various Kojima names. Uh speaking of Kojima, uh is this the first episode we've recorded since Death Stranding entered our lives? Yeah, it's good. It's a good video game. It's good. And I I I've been feeling so in tune with Death Stranding, I feel like I'm you and I are coming down the mountain uh, at the uh, toward the end of this long arduous journey. My feet and we are see bleeding. Some My fresh-faced baby. new porters uh, just just on their way up, having no <laughs> idea what awaits them. So shout out to please don't let's, make uh, me watch let's, this. Let's just for them. Let's drop a zip line down the mountain <laughs> and maybe a time fall shelter just for them because yeah, they're gonna I don't know what it. that is in this metaphor. Um, Speaking of speaking oh, of timefall, but- I was having a I was having a great day today, vibing, just sort yeah. of chilling. Brenda's yeah, show keeping was it tight. keeping it tight. 
uh, I went to, to school class, and on my way home, uh, oh, unexpected rainstorm. But it wasn't a. It was a. It was a very difficult and challenging rainstorm. Mm-hmm. And I was doing fine today, and then I got soaked through to the bone, and now I'm not doing so fine. So, oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, I guess uh, Patreon subscribers will know how very well you yeah, were doing. Yeah, I was in class. Art. I was in class thinking, "Wow, I'm finally feeling better." Ah, uh, my then, throat's back. I have a yeah. throat again. And then, uh, you know, God, the great God above had other plans oh, yeah. for me. Uh, Patreon.com slash Jurgenit. Our High School Musical 2 episode is up. Uh, it's check very it out. good. It's good shit. Anyway. Um, this episode's called Regrets. This episode which is, is season what five, I have. episode 10, Regrets. Brenda and Elaine Arada wrote it, directed by Gail Bradley herself. So do you have regrets? Uh, title watch. They say the word regrets like 50 times in the episode, so. So. Great. We begin our episode. We're on green oh, screen. Uh, uh, did you like it? No, uh, did on, you like the ending? I, I, the ending was my, my was my cool teen moment. We should, so. uh, we should uh, put we'll a that content as- warning on this one again. Uh, a lighter content warning than last week's, I'll say. But there is still some talk of sex trafficking of minors, and uh, and and also the the way that they discuss it now that it's been made uh, light. Like, now that the light has been shown on the fact that it was sex trafficking of minors, the way they talk about it sure makes it fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) So, we begin our episode on the green screen memorial field. Grace is there. Oh my god, it's it's one of the worst they've ever done. Like, the lighting is so jarring. It's like a beautiful, bright, sunny day on the green screen. (laughs) Jimbo is there, and he's, he's doing his big scoop. He's like... Yes. Uh, can I say the greatest line that this show has ever said when it, when the time comes? Uh, well, I've got a, a big old quote from him here. Yes. Uh, so this is... Uh, is it one of the things he says? Because it might yes. be my quote. Yes. Okay, well, I'm just going to read my quote, and if... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I think... It, okay. Well, I'll read my quote, because I think that your thing is probably after it. Uh-huh. We're here watching Christian quarterback sensation Jack Pappas, who bravely <laughs> stepped forward last week and spoke out against girls who were being trafficked, a problem he found himself coping with when hookers were brought into the athletic dorm at his college campus. God. So I got I got four notes. <laughs> now, here's here. the number one. Locked they- back. So, so Jack's famous story is that he rescued a 15-year-old girl who had been sex trafficked. Yeah, but the, via not I, doing anything. Identif- well, he didn't do anything, but there were 15-year-old girls being sex trafficked. The insistence that everyone on this show referred to that girl as a hooker is uh, it's really something, Brenda. Yeah, here, here's my notes. Okay, one, Christian quarterback sensation. <laughs> That's one of the best things. Two, he spoke out against girls who were being trafficked. <laughs> I will not allow these girls to, to, how dare they? If you're being trafficked. Fuck you! Fuck Get you. the fuck out of my dorm! But, yeah, the, oh, right after that. A problem he found himself coping with. I gotta Who cope. Who poor Jack had to deal <laughs> with this. cope. And then, yeah, we go, in, we go directly from girls being trafficked to calling them hookers. Brenda! What Brenda. the fuck, Brenda? Brenda! It's, it's the first thing that happens in the episode! So we find out that the guy is still at large. Sure, yeah. that won't come up later. And yeah, then Jack is like, come back. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm hoping to win the big game. And then Jimbo says, I understand that you're a Christian. Or is that just a play from your school to mimic Tim Tebow? For publicity! How yeah. often, how often do you experience the physical, actual sensation of your jaw dropping? 
I would say every time anyone spoke in this first scene. Yeah, very rarely does it actually happen to me. And then my jaw was on the floor when they said, or are no, you just you trying can, to mimic You can Tim? ask Lauren. She was watching this with me. I, I was pausing every two seconds to turn back to her like, Lauren, what is happening? <laughs> then Jack says, well, I love Tim Tebow. He's a great inspiration and a, a so phenomenal So you are a Christian then. Please allow me to introduce you to my high school girlfriend, Grace Bowman. She's yeah, Christian. Li- yeah, he, Jack says, uh, yeah, I could only hope to mimic team, Tim Tebow. What a great man. And he's like, so you are a Christian then? Like fucking interrogating him? What is this interview? Oh yeah. And that, yeah. And he's like, so I understand your girlfriend Dating is also a high Christian. schooler. Come over here. Come over here, Grace. Get over here. And then he says, Get like, over so here. is it true that your boyfriend has a Christian minister dad? This is what the scoop that I know that we just busted like a child sex ring, but uh, this is Who the cares? important. Yeah, for, Who gives a Christian, shit? we need to talk to Christian quarterback sensation Jack Pappas. Yeah, so and then, so Jack. Oh, and tells then he the says story. once again, thanks, Brenda. He says, "Were you surprised when your boyfriend was caught with a prostitute in his room?" Yeah, Jack 15, tells the story. Fifteen and then, kidnapped. Yes, yes. Thanks, <laughs> Jack. Brenda. Tells the story, and then Jimbo is like, "I see." So, uh, as Christians, <laughs> you don't believe in premarital sex, do you? This is a fucking normal one, Brenda. <laughs> what is this? What channel is this? <laughs> You're watching. He he asks them if they've had sex with each other. <laughs> sure does. And Jack Jack is like, oh yeah, uh, we had sex once, but it was a it was a mistake, and we're committed to abstinence now. And Jimbo <laughs> turns to the camera and he's like, well, good luck with that. <laughs> and the big so, game. Uh, Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. That he turns back to the camera and he says, "Well, I wasn't expecting to uncover the best part of the story. Oh, Unintentional oh, scoop." Brenda, <laughs> who fucking Brenda! cares? Who fucking cares? But you know, <laughs> Grace. Grace is very mad, obviously. Yeah, Grace is mad, and then the news guy is like, is like glancing over at them, like, <laughs> I, <laughs> nice. I got so, the. <laughs> so Grace is at grant high school and i yeah. boy were we wrong about this one because here's grant oh yeah did i say grant probably never comes back he's no Apparently longer our special that, he, hi, he's no longer a serial killer or our special little guy now he's just a, a piece of shit <laughs> yeah it's weird so grace bumps into grant and she's like she he's he's standing perfectly still when she bumps into him but she says watch where you're going and then he says Maybe you should watch where you're going in life because it feels like you're one of those smart girls who doesn't go anywhere because you started having sex. Brenda, can we can we just talk, Brenda? Can we just Brenda, turn on your location. Can you just sit down for a second and have a chat about women. Yeah. Well, he is he is right is the thing in the in the truth of the show. Uh-huh. Yeah. He well, says yeah, specifically so- he says that she had sex and uh she's going to um end up with she's going to get divorced from Jack and also pregnant. He says that she probably won't get into med school because she skipped med camp this summer. You That's not how that fucking dickhead. works. Yeah, and then she's like she she literally says like, "Oh, you know, Grant, skipping med camp isn't going to wreck my life." And then she turns around and says, "Man, I regret not going to med camp." But also she- Seriously, like, what are they, the fucking He's admissions sure right. people are going to be looking, they're going to be like, ah, oh, well, 4.0 student, wow, great, really, really great, oh my god, 
Oh, ugh. she only uh, went to med camp two summers. Times. Two, possibly three. We don't know what she was doing. She only went one. to med camp three of the four possible summers. You'll never be a doctor now. Her her dad has been like shadow funding all med schools from beyond the grave. Oh, but unfortunately, God. she didn't go to med camp that one time. And I saw in the news that she had premarital sex. So <laughs> gonna just blacklist this girl. Yeah. So as Grace is walking away, Grant I'm is always, like, "Hey, I I'm saw you on the news talk. this morning," <laughs> and she's like, "Oh God, did they show the whole thing?" And yeah, they did. And what fucking time was that news segment recorded that Grant saw it before school? <laughs> it was live. Or was it live? It was, it was live. Was it, was it like live at 6 a.m.? <laughs> Breaking. It interrupted fucking morning. It interrupted Good Morning America na- nationwide. I mean, fucking apparently it did. Um. Then we get an extensive scene explaining that Wendy is not on the show anymore. Yeah, oh my god. It doesn't, like, Mercedes is like, hey Dylan, Wendy's dad pulled her out of this school. And Dylan says, why? And she says, well, because we're bad friends, we do positive Does it even fucking matter? Like, at all? No. Does it? No. No, so Mercedes. God, I keep calling her Mercedes. Mercedes. Uh-huh. says uh that what put wendy's dad over oh, the boy. edge Thanks, was Brenda. he saw uh, he saw the news about jack <laughs> who doesn't go to the school well he did go to the school oh he, oh yeah mercedes fuck me <laughs> dude it's my brain is over i that name is not a name anymore mercedes mm-hmm. who is not from fire emblem yeah. says she's like well it makes sense that wendy's dad wouldn't want her going to school here because Jack does still come around sometimes to hang out with Grace. <laughs> and also that Raven dated Jack at some point. Which they didn't. They just, Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, if you if you uh, thought that they didn't use the phrase hookers multiple times to refer to the 15-year-old girl, then you better believe Brenda's on it for you. Yeah, the 15-year-old girl who was being trafficked. They use that word a whole bunch throughout the episode. Raven is here now, and she <laughs> says that Wendy is being sent to <gasps> an all-girls school. And you know and what being in an all-girls school means. I've seen anime. It means that you'll never see a boy ben, again. It means you'll never see Ben again, which is a gift for me. And then Dylan, with her big brains, is like, wait, but if I go to an all-girls school, then how am I supposed to date Ben, who I want to <gasps> date? Oh, no. And that's pretty much the end of that scene. Oh, by the way, this is the last time Raven and Mercedes appear on the show. Sure. Yay. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. So, um, but, oh, Henry is talking yeah. to Ben now. And he's also reveals that he didn't want to go out with Dylan for real. He was just doing it to make Ben jealous because that's one of the two Seriously, plot points that are allowed Jesus to exist on the show. Christ. We it's love the to best see plot it. ever. Well, it, it wasn't just to make Ben jealous. It was uh, just for general revenge against Alice and Ben. Great. Oh, and then he says, I regret breaking up with Alice, and I guess that's the end of Henry and Alice being broken up. Hooray! Because now they're both into each other again. But I don't know wait, why check we did this any of this. epic line out that Ben says. He says, I guess the lesson in all this is that we should all wait until we get out of high school to have sex. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Brenda. Then Miss O'Malley's here. I don't, know, I don't here. know what that has to do with anything, but yeah, thanks, Ben. He, but he does say that, so thanks, he Ben. He does say that. Thank so Miss O'Malley is here with big news. Yeah. He's got accepted into the famous, I think it's the sister school of Nabokov. He got accepted into the Hudson <laughs> so, University in New York for, um, for delinquent teens and, and pregnant and, Are uh, you familiar so, with the, the cultural context of Hudson University? No. Is that so like Hudson, a thing? 
kind of, I mean, Hudson University, uh, as I understand it, I was, I was looking it up, uh, cause I was trying to remember exactly where it came from. I think it was first used as like a generic, like New York University name. Is it like, uh, is it kind of like Oceanic Airlines? Just like a, yeah, kind of. That... I think it originated in DC Comics, but what it's really known for is like whenever, the Team Mom program. Whenever there's like a horrible sex crime in Law and Order SVU, uh-huh. uh, Hudson University is where it happened. Great. That's where then That's not the only thing that uses Hudson University, but that's, but that's where... yeah. Anyway. Great. Uh, so, so, but Ben is, uh, so ben O'Malley, is, she, she says like, wow, you're really lucky. This means you're going to have, you're, like, this is a hard school to get into. And yeah. This you must be either hard. really smart or really rich. And the, <laughs> I bet your dad gave a lot waiting, of money. To I'm this waiting school. to find out. And then she says, well, this will be great. Cause you'll definitely have lots of choices next spring. And then she says, oh, well, where's your first choice? And what normal things does Benjamin Boykovich say? My first choice is wherever Amy goes. No, but what did he really say? Because that's like, that's My stupid. first choice is wherever Amy goes. Remember when he said last episode, I'm done with you, Amy Jurgens, and it was in like the plot description that they hashed things out and like came to an agreement, and he said he wasn't going to be friends with her anymore? Can I be honest with you, Jordan? Uh-huh. I sincerely forgot that that happened last week. <laughs> so, so he <laughs> says like, he says like, don't make me let go of Amy. I'm going to stick around forever. Oh my god, and what her the fuck? Life, I forgot that last week he... He says, <laughs> he says, my turn will come around again. Believe me. Come back and, to me, my little Amy. I'll follow you to the ends of the earth. You're, you will always be my pregnant band chick. And, and Miss O'Malley, is, she Miss just, O'Malley is just like, alright, nope, I give up, bye. <laughs> she packs her bags and moves away. She so brings back Dr. Bink. Ethan. Oh, Jordan. Ethan's the Jordan. second worst character in this episode. I I know I've told you that I, I despise season five from my first watch uh, because so much of it is like just Adrian having like a will she won't she with Omar. I don't feel like you said that, but I believe you. Yeah. Uh, I'm Ethan remembering will, that my will... second least favorite thing was everything involving Ethan. Well, Ethan fucking sucks. Ethan and Kathy is just a fucking, just, it's such a... So Ethan tells Kathy that he's not afraid to fall in love with her, and she says, hey, you're Ben. I don't know what the word I'm trying to think of is. My brain is telling me that it's drudge, but I don't know if I don't... Well, drudge is drudge. How about, how about, how about, I got one. How about ordeal? Yeah, it's such a a drag. It's such a, a a drag, man. It's really a drag. So Kathy says that Ethan only loves her because she's pregnant. Ding! Cinema Ding. sins reverse correct. Cinema wins. And 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 Ethan says, "Why why would you think that?" <laughs> my little my little Kathy, my little Kathy. Uh yeah, so Ethan says <laughs> the incredibly good line. I'd like of, I'd like I would like you even if you didn't have a baby. Remember, I was attracted to you from the back. Look, Kathy. I saw I saw your 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 cheeks your yeeks and I said nice and then I tur- you turned around and I said even better I, I saw your front yeek on your stomach your your discreet baby yeek and when I saw your boing <laughs> I saw Kathy and her funky li- her funky little fetus I really was trying not to start talking about death stranding anyway I. <laughs> uh, Kathy uh, says, like, oh, we shouldn't see each other until after the baby is born. And then as she's walking away, Ethan yells after her. He's like, I know it was that stupid couple's idea. Anyway, it's Anne. Yay. A slog. That's the word. Yeah. Let's, uh, 
a scrum. Let's enjoy Anne. It's just sit here. Let's just sit there. It sure is. Oh, Anne's back. Let's just sit here for a moment and enjoy our time before Anne or Donovan begin talking. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, hey, Anne and Donovan, uh, what a, what a there treat. There we go. Okay, uh, let's begin what, the scene. What, a, what a, a, a fresh couple of faces to look at on this show. For, for one second. Hey, Donovan's rocking that beard. He's doing pretty good. I like nice, this Donovan. Nice looking beard on Donovan. I'll tell you what, as of, of all the characters that I'm I'm surprised are still around in season five, <laughs> Donovan has got to be up there. Oh, man. So, so they're planning Amy's wedding and her table arrangements. And like, once again, uh, they, they're like, well, we're going to seat seven to a table. And then you Anne know, says, uh-huh. Are we just gonna like take it for granted that Donovan would be like a wedding planner because he's gay? Well, he sells furniture, so yeah. He has I mean, the furniture set. is like and interior decorating, which is like planning a wedding. We're gonna put up a Shea lounge, and it's gonna be Napoleonic fashion in Betty's dorm. What Man, if I they get married Betty. in Betty? What if they get married in Betty's dorm? I Can miss Betty, Betty please come back. <laughs> Can we bring back Betty? Can, can she we go to school? Betty and Griffin? Can we go to? Can we bring back Betty and Griffin? And can they all go to, to Ricky's college? And she can hang out in the coffee oh shop my with God, Adrian. Why doesn't Betty go to their college? <laughs> can I get another cup of coffee, Clementine? Yes, oh Betty. Of God. course you can. And then Damn she it, could Betty. be the one. She could be the one who fucking. Oh, she could have been the one who rat, ratted out the. Oh, she could have well, replaced. Yeah, no, no, no. Anyway, oh, um, we, can't, we, can't so, we can't. We can't dream about. We can't dream about the thing. No, I was just saying she could have been the one who like saved the day. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Let's let's skip over the five minutes of seating assignment discussion. I do want to once again discuss the fact that they are accounting for the fact that Anna and George would be bringing dates to their daughter's wedding, which yeah. is just a thing I don't fucking understand why you need to do that. I don't know. What would make Amy happy on her wedding day? What if George brings his ex-wife and I bring a girlfriend for the first time? They're teenagers. I mean, Amy's a fucking homophobe. Val was right. Amy's not a homophobe anymore. She talked it out. This is no, but the, yeah, she hasn't like, mentioned br- it in two episodes. She's not a homophobe bringing a anymore. date to the end of the year Amy wedding. She's not a homophobe anymore. Okay, sure. She got um, better. So, so Donovan's like five minutes later. They talk about what if Anne, what if Anne have girlfriend? Yeah, Donovan says I can't set you up for, uh, with a date for the wedding because I don't know any of your people. Yep, and then we get we're with George and Kathleen, uh, who are George's interior decorating now. So. Um, yeah, he's like uh, he's like, hey, Jack is a hero, and also it was it was pretty funny when Grace was embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, they're discussing the interview, and Kathleen's like, I I think it's bad, and George says, well, I think it's funny, and sh- and Kathleen says, uh, I ho- I just hope that it blows over soon, and George says, probably not. It's probably going to be picked up by every news and sports show in the country. Tonight's episode of Mo- tonight's Monday Night Football has been canceled. We take, take you now look, to y'all. Jack Pappas, Christian teen sensation. Oh my God! What if? Anyways, every sports. What, what if a high school? What if a college football player? Obama is giving a fucking State of the Union address, and they're going to cut. And he's gonna <laughs> we interrupt the State of the Union to bring you. <laughs> no, he's just like he's just like um my my. Oh, you American. think this is part of the State of the Union? <laughs> um, I've just received word that Jack Pappas, Christian sensation. Hold on, I think I think I need to go unlock the door for Lauren. I locked it real good. <laughs> why did you? Why did you lock oh, Lauren? Hey, hey! Uh, <laughs> lock picking Lauren, my favorite YouTube channel. The fucking bolt on our door is fucked up. Anyway, I see. so so Kathleen says for the first time in her life, like, wow, 
I really shouldn't have gone with Marshall and made her wear that promise ring and force her to not have sex and make her feel so guilty about now, having sex. Now, to be and- fair, the promise ring... She's, like, blaming sex on the promise ring, and they didn't have sex the, until season two. It's not the fault of the of the abstinence ring. It's the fault of the fact that you fucked her up by being Christian and conservative. Right, exactly. Uh, so then, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. So Kathleen sa- oh, Jesus, I forgot about this part. Kathleen says, uh, George, do you regret uh, that Amy got pregnant? Do you wish that you'd done things different as a parent? And no, like, it's eh, it wasn't I my fault. It. And then he says, and I quote... Oh, boy. I love Amy and Ashley and Roboruto, but when it comes down to it, I just wished I'd picked up my socks. (laughs) Oh, my God, Brenda. You just fucking said it. You you can't can't say say that. that. You raised two two kids their whole life. And Kathleen's just like, oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) That's so sweet that you regret (laughs) that you had those kids. (laughs) Well, if I I had a say in it, I would have uh, gotten rid of Amy and Ashley. If Ew. I could have saved our marriage, I would gladly have thrown away my kids. <laughs> all three of them. All two of them. Who? There's another one? Huh. Uh, Roberto's coming back soon, I'm sure. Oh, man, I need to check the wiki and see when Roberto's final appearance is. What if it already uh, happened? Well, when, when David Johnson comes and says, that's Damn, my son! I, I was legitimately about to Google Roberto's secret life. <laughs> it would be, I just want to say, it would be so funny... If David Johnson came back and confiscated Roberto, <laughs> that's my son. <laughs> Give that back. <laughs> okay, the- <laughs> Roberto does not have an info box on the Damn wiki, it. so I don't know when. How's he doing on IMDb? <laughs> anyway, um, okay. So Kathleen loves that George hates his kids. Uh, George- oh boy, Mimsy! Now here's the next plot of the episode. Oh, Mimsy! George- George gets a text. Oh, I'm so, what one one quick note is that they continue to not talk like adults. And George is like, "So, do you think you're ready for yeah. us to spend the night together? Do you want to? Uh, do you want to go all the way? Do you think we might try parking? Can I touch your boob?" So George gets a text uh, from Mimsy. He gets a tweet from Mimsy, who's fucking logged on online. He says that Mimsy, that the nurses at Mimsy's, like, care home thing, whatever that's called, help. What is that uh, called? Assisted anyway, living. Yeah, assisted living place. Thank you. Uh, like, taught taught all the old ladies and Alzheimer's patients how to use email and Twitter and, can quote, fucking, some social network. Hey, can they fucking make Is Mimsy up on their- Tumblr? Mimsy's running, Mimsy get a Tumblr. Mimsy's running a fucking Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty ask blog. <laughs> Mimsy is running fuck yeah Alzheimer's. That's not funny, but it is. So Mimsy, Mimsy is running <laughs> fuck no my daughter. <laughs> I mean, really, it sounds like she's just running fuck my daughter. It really is. She's just fuck running my daughter dot tumblr dot com. Gotta gotta reserve that one. So. So, can this, Brenda, can you make up your fucking mind about Mimsy? Because, like, last time we hear from Mimsy, it's like, Mimsy is on death's door, and she's mailing money and socks and stuff to everyone. Last time we saw her, she was, like, gone. And now it's like, wow. Now Funny Mimsy get a Tumblr! Funny Mimsy is on reblogging She's posting! She's posting! And she got feet! She, we have no. Mimsy we have is no a pr- fucking gamer now. <laughs> She's on Twitch. Mimsy is in Skyrim. 
Have we talked about the fact that Mimsy's actress is a voice actor who does Skyrim voices? (laughs) I didn't know that, but what if she was in Death Stranding? She's probably in Death Stranding. She probably Um, is. Yeah, she's... (laughs) She plays President Strand. What's Mimsy's Kojima name? It's fucking the old... The lewd old poster. (laughs) The lewd old poster! So, so, so Kathleen, sorry, Mimsy has been posting about how her funny daughter is funny gay and that she's gonna, she's looking for a funny date to her funny daughter's wedding. Yeah. And it's very I, I, funny. One, one last, cause this, this subject kind of transitions to the next scene, but, uh, I do have one last thing to say, which is that when George's phone goes off, he says out loud, oh, probably Mimsy, which means that Mimsy has become such a prolific poster that when George's <laughs> phone goes off, that's his first thought is, oh, Mimsy's posted again. <laughs> Have you ever considered, and maybe this isn't very tact, that maybe Drill is just an old woman with Alzheimer's? Uh, no, Drill got doxxed and he's not. Oh, okay. So we cut to Anne saying that Mimsy won't stop tweeting that she's gay. And Donovan says, oh, that's great. Maybe you'll find a date. Maybe one of Mimsy, maybe, uh, hey, shit my, hey. shit my me says, <laughs> all of her followers, cause Mimsy apparently is blowing up. Her clout is off the charts. She's hey, featured on funny you, accounts. Are you clout granny 99's daughter? Damn. Uh, uh, apparently I guess her massive following is full of <laughs> lesbians who are just going to be like, Oh, cool. There's a middle-aged lesbian in, <laughs> Mimsy's running in the Sherman most... Oaks, California. Well, Mimsy's I'll head running over. the most selective dating site that has ever existed. It is a dating site for all of her followers and one and her daughter, and she will set up one match on Twitter. So, uh, oh Anne, my God. Anne says, by the way, this is something I don't think we ever established. This is something that happened off show, I guess. And it's like, oh, Nora set me up on a date once, but it didn't work out because she says she was like at a restaurant that was probably Jeff's the only bar and grill. And she was waiting for Nora's friend, but then she saw an ex-boyfriend of hers and it just was like George. just bounced. It was Chicago. It was a uh, fucking like, hey, let's make out for old time's sake. I'm <laughs> I'm Pimento's dad. Josh Nash. I'm Yeah, I'm Josh Nash. Uh, How could I forget? Man, man, I miss Pimento. Bring back Griffin, Betty, and Pimento. <laughs> Bring back Thomas. I don't even care. I don't even care that Pimento was Amy. I don't care, Nicolette. Uh, so then they start talking more about wedding planning stuff, and it's... I will include a note about this, because unlike the seating arrangement, there's anything here. I mean, it's not good, but... And it's like, uh, so, uh, Donovan's like, what kind of flowers should we get? And Anne says, hmm, I don't know. What says, I don't want to be married, but I got pregnant in high school, and now I have to get married, but my mom won't have a date who's gay. And Donovan says, thistle? And that's, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, speaking of things that are extremely funny, Nora's reading <laughs> Yeah, like, it's pretty funny, but not as funny as I overturned. Twitter. I overturned my daughter's wedding table, uh, turning her wedding into the wedding of shit. Yeah, do you have, do, I, I have yeah, Mimsy's full post. It's not funny, though. It's not, here's the thing. The people <gasps> Oh my god, know. no, I know how I can make it, I know how I can make it funny. Any woman over 40 can't cook, is neurotic, <laughs> be, be gay, have big feet, small heart, eat hot chip, and newly gay, and run her own business. Yeah, so Leo returns to the office. He finds Nora laughing. Do you want to read her actual? Do you want to read her actual tweet? Yes, I, I have the. Now it can't be a tweet because it's way too long. It's definitely a Tumblr. It post. says it's a Twitter. 
It's on Twitter. Yeah, I know, but it can't be. Uh, this Brendan is post, doesn't know this that is it's a post character limit. limit. This is a this, post this is expansion. firmly pre character limit expansion. No, this is in a, a utopian future where you can your Twitter post can be as long as you want. J.K. Yeah, Rowling yeah. can what write a, what her a entire, fucking utopia this universe is. I J.K. Rowling can write her entire Jeremy Corbyn's Christmas in one tweet in this oh perfect boy. world. Anyway, so here's here's Mimsy's long tweet. Oh yeah, she was using Twit longer. That's right. Forty-four uh, year old lesbian with three children, eighteen, seventeen, and two. Don't ask. Looking for a date. Not good with long-term relationships. Neurotic, (laughs) can't cook, big feet, small heart. Newly gay, has her own business and plenty of dough. Eat hot chip and lie. (laughs) That's That's so so mean. (laughs) Well, you know who's so mean to Anne. Do you know who thinks it's very funny? Nora. Nora, but not Leo. Is she laughing at the fact that an old woman with Alzheimer's is tweeting bad things? Or is she laughing because she hates Anne? I don't think she hates Anne. I think that she's just laughing because she thinks it's funny. Man, this old woman's brain is falling apart, and we I get to see it all I don't think she's laughing at the expense of Mimsy. I think she's laughing at Anne's expense. So Leo is here, uh, and he says, guess but, what? Guess uh, what happened? Yeah. I'm just thinking about the fact that the last time Mimsy was on the show, uh, that was, like, a really nice moment where we were like, oh, that's, like, oh, it's so sad, but they had, like, a really nice moment with her and Anne, and it was really sweet. Yeah, now it's, like, eat hot chip and lie. <laughs> she hates Anne so much. She, she, she's always hated Anne. The, every time Mimsy, like, slips into lucidity, she remembers Anne and how much she hates her guts. She hates her fucking daughter. So Leo is here to tell us that him and Camille are getting married today in this episode. Um, yeah. And they're going to pick right up Ben at school. And then Bunny is at work and she says, I've got to go for an hour. I have an emergency. I'm going to hand a it over to Smiley. <laughs> I've got to hand it over to Smiley. And he's like, dude, he's like, I was so, fu- yeah, you can't fucking do this to you me. You hear it from the, you hear from off screen. Shh. And he's just like, huh. Brenda, huh. you cannot in universe address speak. the fact that this character, all he does is smile because he's an extra and you refuse to give him lines. You can't Let do that. Speak. You can't make his Let name Smiley. Speak. Let him speak. Let him he's speak. Lenny. He's Lenny. We just Lenny. named our baby boy and they're already gaslighting us. <laughs> Brenda fucking hates us this episode. She hates us so much. She hates us more than Mimsy hates Anne. <laughs> But hey, so, feelings mutual. So he calls he calls Amy. Um, Ricky calls Amy. Oh, B- Bunny for for the record uh, is for literally no reason. Ref- she is refusing to tell Ricky what this so called emergency is. She then gives him some mail and she says, "Oh, this this came to the store mailbox, but it was supposed to go to yours." And uh, guess how Ricky is angry? Yeah, it's 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 something like, "Oh, I I didn't know you were planning on moving to New York." Ha ha ha! And then she leaves, and Ricky. Uh oh. Ricky calls Amy, mm-hmm. and and it goes to her voicemail, which is, Hey, it's Amy. I'm married. Leave me a Funny. message. Hey, it's Amy. I'm married. Or am I? Leave a message. Uh, did Ricky open the mail here? No, he opens it no, next later. time you see him. So anyway, Ricky's see... going to open her mail. He's going to open her mail, but oh, I do, do want to address... what the do we know what is in the mail yet? It says it's it's from Hudson University and it's addressed to Sherman Oaks, California. So congratulations, listeners. It is season five. We have gotten a name for small town LA. She slipped it Brenda slipped it in for us in the last like fifteen episodes of the as show. As far as as far as I know, Sherman Oaks is a real just like suburb of LA. So it's small town LA. It's small town LA. It's the uh, name of we it took one season for us to get Cindy's name. <laughs> Yeah, move over, Cindy. It took, it took five Here comes seasons. Sherman. 
This is what was written on the community church note that that Reverend Stone gave Anne. Oh my That's going to be the last shot of the the show. It's the gonna last make it shot all of the show sense. is going to be Anne looking at that piece of paper. And then she turns it around and it says, this really has been a secret life of the American teenager. Man, it's season five and I cannot think about that note anymore, <laughs> but I will. So Leo asks O'Malley, uh, he, he's at the school and he says, hey, Counselor O'Malley, oh, this scene can, is you, fucking stupid. can you pull Ben out of class for the rest of the day? And no, I will With not pleasure. tell you why. With and O'Malley pleasure. just says, hmm, well, normally I would say no to something like this, but okay, I'll go get Ben. If it means I don't have to see him anymore, then by all means. And then Kathy's why, here. Why, 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 why is uh-huh. Leo, why is their wedding like a spur of the moment courthouse wedding that we like can't wait until even after school? Like we have to get Ben out of class right the fuck now? I wanted to like say on a meta level that there's some plot contrivance that nope. this needs. There's there just nothing. isn't. There's just nothing. They, I don't they know. They just are doing this. I feel like it's because if they get married later in the day, then they'd have to, like, show it and have a wedding where people came. Mmm, you're right. Uh, so, yeah, and they spent a lot of the budget on his wedding to Betty. They spent a lot of this budget on Amy's funny racist Indian wedding that we didn't get to see. But <laughs> they just, it. They just had a cast Fuck party with elephants. Fuck this show. We knew it was too good to be true. Fuck Brenda. Uh, so... O'Malley goes to get Ben, and Kathy walks in looking for her while Leo is waiting. Which, she says, yeah. "She says my boyfriend went full my Ben Boykovich. My stupid boyfriend. Oh, went full Ben Boykovich today. Leo pretends not to know who that is. He's like, oh, interesting. Tell me more about this. And Kathy says, uh, oh, well, there, there's this guy, Ben. Uh, he went a little nutty. He fell in love with a pregnant girl, and he started smoking pot and burning down schools, and... And I don't want that to happen to my boyfriend. I don't want to ruin his life. And then Leo, okay, Leo having learned fucking nothing from his life is like, how many episodes ago was it? Two, three, where Leo was like, oh my god, I shouldn't have pushed Ben to go after Amy. Leo tells Kathy that that she should uh, let Ethan decide whether or not he wants to get involved with the you pregnant girl. You learned your lesson like a week ago. Uh, I mean, apparently he didn't. Much. I think it That's, runs yeah, into. Yeah, he talked to Ben and he was like, "I shouldn't have pushed you to go after Amy." And Ben was like, "Oh, yes, you should have." And he was like, "Well, I guess you're right." And then Ben was like, "I'm going to go push other young girls to be in relationships who are <laughs> maybe maybe Ben t- was like." He's like, I shouldn't have pushed you to, to go after Amy. And then Ben was like, well, you know, I talked to, I talked it over with her and we've decided that, uh, that, you know, we're just, we're just going to stop talking and stop seeing each other. And then Leo was like, that's a quitting move. You got to go after Amy. Come on, Ben. If you love this girl, you'll be with her forever. <laughs> you know, I told you all those years ago on your mother's grave that you'd be with Amy for the rest of your life. Man, this you're, is some season one Leo shit. I love it. It really is. Uh, you do? So Kathy, you love oh, him? by the way, by the way, Leo advises Kathy, because Kathy's like, oh, I, I just don't think it would be good for him to be involved with my pregnancy. And and Leo's like, well, I feel like that's his decision, not yours. Yeah, that's her, that's his, his good dad advice. What the fuck? It's, it's Ethan's choice whether or not he gets to be involved in her pregnancy? Well, yeah, he is the man. Yeah, you're Thanks, right. Brenda. She says, I am afraid Ethan just feels sorry for me and he will be filled with the episode title regrets, just like I'm filled with the episode title regrets. And Leo says, a rose is a rose is a rose. You're a rose. If a man likes roses, he likes roses. Nothing you can do about it. I think Leo is broken. I think we need to take him to the repair shop. <laughs> I think we just need to, we need to get a we new need one. To take, we need to take this him Leo out back and put him out of his misery. 
She says, she we says, like, to, we need to put Leo out of my misery. Uh, it's, <laughs> she says, uh, it's too late because she broke up with him. And then Leo does cuck face. Did you notice this? Did you notice Leo's cuck face? Oh, yeah, he did make cuck face. It's classic. Dude, I, I saw your screenshot of it and I was staring at it. I was like, he actually, he actually cut. Like if if Jack became like a middle aged mob boss, yeah, he would look like he would Leo. look exactly like Leo. <laughs> That's why I posted like the feel when you're forty years old and your football career doesn't work out, and you've just and Grace Bowman still won't have sex with you, and you just took a football to the nuts. Uh, so Kathy, by the way, does confirm that yes, Ethan was right. Jonathan and Sonia were the ones who told her to break up with him. And then Ben walks in and Leo says, hey, I got a surprise for you and uh, go go wait in the car, whatever. And Ben leaves. And then Leo is like, anyway, it was nice meeting you. I'm Leo Boykovich. Do you get it? <laughs> bet you just feel, o- I bet you feel owned right now. And he's like, he's like, you're a real sweetheart for being so considerate of this guy's feelings. That's probably why he's in love with you. <laughs> God. What is wrong with Leo? He's broken. Leo, so Ben is like, <laughs> I think is one of the most harmful people in Sherman Oaks, California. <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Can we just go back to calling it small town LA? I don't like this new frontier. Yeah, I mean it's small town LA. Uh, ben so Ben is asks, like, Oh, did you did you like this little camera? <laughs> this little flourish? No. There, where Leo and Ben are like walking towards the camera down the hallway. And then they push open the doors and the camera follows. I actually, I actually was watching it. And I was like, I don't know how they did this shot. Uh, one perfect Because Leo shot. and Ben open the doors. So, so Ben asks. But they're following uh, the, the camera. Doesn't like matter. Back, I don't know. It's, ben it's a- some real uh, uh, inspired shit from Gail. Thank you, Gail. Thanks, Gail. Ben asks what's going on. And Leo says, uh, says, oh, he, he also tells, uh, he tells, uh, Leo, that he would have been in love with Amy whether or not she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Great. Thanks, Ben. I'm so mm-hmm. glad we're in season five of Secret Life of the American Teenager. Yeah. So and Leo then... uh, explains his conversation with Kathy where he advised him to do the thing that was the worst thing that Ben ever did. And Ben <laughs> says, have you learned nothing from my life? And Leo says, I've learned print. <laughs> I've learned print. <laughs> I've learned print, my son. I really am broken. Get an upgraded <laughs> model. <laughs> Ben, I think you I think you probably should get a new dad. He says, I've learned plenty from your life. Anyway, let's go to my wedding. So <laughs> Alright, that's all resolved. Is Henry and Al are Henry and Alice involved? Yeah, they can come too. Hooray! Yeah, they can uh, <laughs> Ben, go get your friends out of school for the rest of the day. Ho ho You can ho. do that. Pull everyone out of school. Ho ho ho! Hey everyone, school's out for the rest of the day! Yay! <laughs> but and then that one girl comes out and she's like, um, we like we school. We love school. <laughs> We're making amazing friends here. But wouldn't you rather make amazing You're memories at my father's my father's memory? <laughs> You're twisted, man. So Ricky is opening Amy's oh. mail. Uh because he's a great husband and a great guy, and he's the nicest guy in town. And yeah, uh, then he, he opens then he runs- her mail and he makes her reaction sigh face and he leaves another voicemail for Amy and he's like, What's with you applying to Hudson University in New York? Call me back by. I love you. I love you. I'm the worst person over. on this fucking show. Then he goes to run into he runs into Adrian. I am so fucking done with Ricky, by the way. Like, <laughs> like Finally. E- 
finally. At long last, like, we don't like Ricky. Remember when you were like, after a point, good Ricky's here and it never ends. And now he's like, I'm opening your mail. This is your own fault. How fucking dare you lie to me I, by I, applying I, I to reiterate, school. I reiterate, that could be just in the last like five seconds of the show and I would technically be right. It's like that joke on The Simpsons where they're like, oh, Bart, you'll find your person right uh, five minutes before your own death or whatever. <laughs> it's just like Ricky will be here and then the show so, will end. Yeah, Ricky arrives at the coffee shop and he sees Adrian and he's like, oh, well, forget this then. Bye. I'm and glad Adrian's that Adrian, like, well, I'm glad that we'll get some good uh, Adrian Clementine content. Now yeah, that now that friends. they really patched things up and became friends. Uh, so Adrian is like, hey, Ricky, did you walk Clementine to her dorm? <laughs> oh my God. Again. Like oh, in in the moment God. last episode, Adrian was like, "How are you? Are you going to be okay?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, Bubba will walk me to my dorm." But now if it, uh, so yeah, Ricky, I want a coffee, but I don't want to talk to you because you're a pain in the ass. Yeah, he says that you're a pain in the ass, and you should freak off. You should back the freak off, Adrian. So I hate Adrian, my wife. Adrian says, Ooh, "I hey, hate are my you... wife. <laughs> I love my wife." Uh, Adrian says, Adrian asks if he's fighting with Amy and Clementine overhears and she comes over and she's like, oh, what's, what's going on with you and Amy? And he's like, oh, bye. And then Clementine says, uh, we shouldn't have asked him that. And Adrian says, we, and then they start being catty again about who's closer he to Ricky says, and Adrian. Adrian she's like, well, I've words. known him longer. Well, I've known him Ad- more intimately. Adrian says that she's his former girlfriend for years. I don't know if that means that they dated for years or if she's been his ex for years. I mean, it's true. Uh, yeah, so Adrian's like, I know him more intimately than you do, unless you're lying. And Clementine says, I don't lie. And Adrian says, what about their ap- at their apartment? Were you lying then? And she says, all right, sometimes I lie. What was the lie? Because they're implying that the lie was that she never met or had sex well, with Jack. She li- have you ever heard of lying by omission? She... She didn't say anything. She's no, just like, she I should leave by. You know, like in a sitcom when, like, you know, Kramer walks in and he says, like, a horrible racial slur and then the laugh track plays? Adrian, or uh, Clementine should have been like, I had sex with Jack. Clementine, you liar. You said you had to go, but you could have stayed if you wanted to. You didn't have to leave. So you Jack, liar. Is here. Jack is here. Um, and uh, he's getting. Oh, the, the, one, one last thing is Adrian tells Clementine, oh, yes. she says that sex with Ricky was so great that I didn't get over him for years until Omar. Great. Thanks, great. Adrian. So Jack is here to grab cup a couple cups of coffee for his best friend, Ricky. Oh, yes. It's actually not... <laughs> I'll, I will admit, it is actually pretty funny to think about Ricky just, like, going back go outside there, and seeing Jack and being me, like, please. hey, can you go get me a coffee because I don't want to deal with those people. Okay. That's actually kind of funny. So Adrian asks Jack how he feels about being a celebrity, and they talk about, uh, oh, this is a great line. Adrian says Omar's living with her now. and But they're that- going to have lots and lots of hot sex. Yeah, quoting, quoting Amy from season one. We're going to have sex. Or maybe lots season and two. Lots- season uh, two. Yeah, uh, yeah. she says, we're going to have lots and lots of hot sex. And Jack says, I don't care. And then Clementine uh, returns See, now with that Jack's she's out coffees. Of, now that she's out of uh, high school, she's finally talking like a real yeah. adult. <laughs> um, What happens next? Clementine returns with Jack's coffees and Jack leaves. And uh-huh. then Adrian says, oh, by the way, I fucked him too. And Great. then Clementine says, do you regret, I get it, anyone that you've ever had sex with? And she says, yeah, Henry. 
Which means that she doesn't regret having sex with Ben, which is pretty wild. The dick was that good. She got a free condo out of the whole thing. (laughs) Dick's so bomb, you get a condom and the trauma is worth it. Did I say condom? condom? I did say condom. I mean, she did. That was the problem was that they didn't get a condom. Anyway. So Bunny so Bunny says that Leo's mom would be so happy if he saw uh, Leo marrying Camille in a courthouse ceremony or whatever. Oh yeah, the, the mar- the, they got married. They got married. They got, they got married. Yeah. Um, and then Bunny says, I gotta go back to work. And then Nora says, wow, your house is funny big and I have no money. That's yeah, great. I didn't, and then, I didn't take any notes on anything that Nora or Bunny said to them because it definitely Ben is matter. here and Camille's like, oh, Ben, I love you. Remember when I punched you last episode? Good times. Uh, great. Ben and uh, Henry and Alice are actually here with Ben. Yeah. They They're bring in a the... funny frozen pizza that they made instead of wedding cake, and Leo I says... I don't think they made the frozen pizza. Well, they... They, they reheated they, the frozen pizza. You they didn't reheat it. They, well, yeah. Eh, no, a frozen pizza's not pre-cooked. I mean, they heated the frozen pizza, you Yeah, they, they, when I say they made a frozen pizza, I mean they put it in the oven. <laughs> they made a pizza and then froze it. Jordan, it's episode 100 million. We don't... <laughs> he put a soup con of oregano in the pizza. They They prepared a frozen pizza... <laughs> There, much better. I am going to kill you at Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, so Leo says, oh, we don't want any pizza. We got to go fuck. And then Henry and Alice leave the room for some reason. And then Ben apologizes to Camille and he says, I love you and I'm happy for you. And Camille says, I'm sorry for punching you in the face. But, but hey, it if funny. it led to this. And Leo says, then it was all meant to be. <laughs> they share a fucking sitcom laugh. <laughs> oh, it's great that she oh, punched you in man. the face. Um, and then... Just, just, just one... I, w- I would like to take a moment out of our day... Oh, I forgot about this thing that happens next! Great! No, 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 not even that yet. I just want to take a moment out of my day, and your day, and our listeners' days... For some silent prayer. No, to say, it is canon. Leo just said out loud that, yes, he married Camille because, because she, she punched, punched ben. ben in the face. That's why they fell fell in love. Falling in love is such an easy thing to do. It really is such an easy thing to do. All you, have to, yeah, all you have to do is punch a boy. Pretty easy. <laughs> Fists can do it. Elbows can do it. Let's stop it's like talking. If, it's, like if NB- it. <laughs> it's like if Let's NBC. It's like if NBC. my son in It's like if face. NBC's the slap was a romance. <laughs> I love how you slap my kid. Let's date. <laughs> so then, so classic Le- references to a show that neither of us has seen. And yeah, none of our listeners have ever seen it. Who the fuck is? No one has seen the slap, but all you need to know is that it's the slap. You know the you know the slap. It's a show where a dude slaps a kid. Anyway, so so then Leo's like, "Do you think he'll be upset when they, when he finds out?" I should. Leo says. Leo says I should have done this years ago. Yes. By which he means adopt a girl, adopt a baby. He's, you're Leo. Well, you're not Leo. only that. Not only that, but specifically, he should have uh, married his secretary, and, and then they adopted, adopted a baby. You're Mister Fucking. I can't wait for sweet freedom. I can't wait for my piece of shit kid. I hate having kids. I don't want a no, kid. No, he. I, he loves I don't to know. adopt. I changed his... my mind. Oh, uh, okay. You know, Leo. <laughs> I can't even be mad if you say that. Uh, and then uh, Leo. Uh, Oh, oh yeah, he says, we should have done this years ago, and, and Camille, uh, says, Leo, I don't have any regrets, do you get it? I just got everything I ever wanted in life. Congratulations, Camille, you're now a millionaire. Yay! Uh, so Ethan, Ethan is at his locker, and, uh, I would some say- Some rando a, Some girl rando says- Flirts with him about how good wow, he is at the keyboard. 
And then he said he learned to play in Juvie, and she runs away. And then, uh, like, Rhonda and and Bonda are here, and they're like... (laughs) Rhonda and Bonda. What were their names? Francine and... It's fucking Francine and Olga or something. (laughs) I I know an Olga who is younger than me. Huh. Marguerite. Margarita. They're bratty and catty. They're bratty and catty. They tell Ethan, Uh, they're like, you were right. Kathy wasn't the one who decided that she should break up with you. And Ethan's like, whatever. I'm sick of rejection, so forget it. I'm just going to move on with my life. And then they tell him to pick a card. Choose one. Pick one. Come on, pick one. Man, I really respect women. How do you feel? Pick one. We're both the same. Pick one. We're both basically just... We're both one of us. Please. Uh, Hey, Brenda. And then Braddy no. says, "Yeah, pick me. I've let a guy go to third base before. And then Caddy says, Come on, Ethan, don't, don't you want to finger me? Don't say that. It's what she was saying! I was quoting the, the show directly. Well, no, because the other one says, We don't even know what the bases are, but we need someone from your background, prison, yeah, to show yeah. us. Yeah, she, she says, We don't even know what the bases are, but I bet a guy like you could tell us. Well, I let a guy get to one th- of us. Wink, ding. I let a guy get to third base. I'm a terrible pitcher. <laughs> well, now I'm just thinking about I don't dance from High School Musical too. Then they say that hey, he's better, to- better. Hey, better, 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 better swing. I got to just do my God. Let's watch High School Musical two. Let's watch High School Musical two again for the rest of the podcast. Thanks. The best idea of all time. We're here to talk about season Secret Life season five episode fifteen. High School uh, Musical fucking- two. I loved the part when Troy said, hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, anyway, so, patreon.com slash jerking it. Uh, so Ethan leaves and they say, oh, he's so hot. I don't know how Kathy got a guy like him. Didn't they hate him? Remember when they said like, Ethan, you look like fucking, uh, what if a fucking... poor man's James Franco or yeah, something? Yeah, James, yeah. What if Benedict Cumberbatch looked like Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Ethan makes Benedict Cumberbatch look like Benedict Cumberbatch. A better own has never been created. Um, I don't know what it means. So the, so Braddy and Caddy find Kathy looking sad, and they say, Hey, Ethan doesn't want to go back with you anymore, so do you mind if one of us takes him? And then Kathy starts crying, and then they smile and walk off. Yay, friendship. They're great friends. I, um, ser- I sincerely don't know if the show thinks that they're bad friends yet. No, they're good friends. Anyway. They're basically Madison and Lauren, the best of friends. Uh, and time. So Amy comes home with, er, Anne. sorry, Anne comes home with a bunch of flowers, and uh, Billy and the women are over. Just a big old living room full of lesbians. And uh, so most of them look like normal people. Yeah. But there are a handful of them that look like Brenda did a, a Google search for what do lesbian look like, and uh, then forgot, and then tried to remember. <laughs> The, the, you put the on biker. Hey, hey, hey! Why aren't you wearing your fishing waders? And you, where's your spacesuit? <laughs> the biker lady with her bandana. It's vroom vroom, motherfucker! It's really something. Anyway, uh, uh, so one of the women uh is like, "Hey, the directions here were totally ass." And then Anne is like, "I'm so sorry. My mother has Alzheimer's. I'm not looking for a lesbian orgy right now." Uh, and then Nora walks in and says, actually, this is a funny misunderstanding. This is just an all-lesbians AA meeting that I'm having in your house without your knowledge or permission. Brenda combined a funny lesbian joke, a funny Alzheimer's joke, and a funny Alcoholics Anonymous joke into one scene. Yeah, pretty good. Great job, Brenda. Patrick. 
<laughs> the rule of three is every joke has to have three these three elements, otherwise it's not a joke. So Anne leaves all embarrassed, and Nora follows her into the kitchen, and she explains that Mimsy's Tumblr is very funny, and uh, she says, also, Leo, Leo and Camille got married, and I liked it. And then another woman walks in, and she says, hey, uh, my mom has Alzheimer's too, it's sad, let's smile um, at each other. Let's, I just, this, this scene direction is so funny, because they're like, okay, act gay at each other, and then they just sort of sit there smiling, like Jesse does. Uh huh. And Nora is like, "I'll I'll leave so you can flirt." And then the woman says, "This Hi, is Willa Dean. It's Nora's AA sponsor, Willa Dean. Will, uh, Will and Grace. Uh, will they? Won't they? Says that Nora forwarded her the emails. <laughs> Nora's sponsor, Paula Dean. Nora Nora forwarded her Mimsy's emails. Yeah, I mean, this means she's perfect Mimsy for Anne. Mimsy has like because, a fucking email club. Um, I just want to throw out that Anne loves uh when her partner is forwarding emails that that are about her. That's why she loves Josh Nash. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my, my brother, god. My brother forwarded forwarded that email that All you sent him. All of your emails. Anyway. Nice. Oh Jesus Christ, this show. Uh yeah, so Mimsy has an email list that you can subscribe to. <laughs> it's her fan club. Yeah, so Amy walks in with John and sure. Uh, they talk about wedding stuff after Willadine leaves. And Willadine asks if Amy subscribed to Mim- Mimsy101's <laughs> Patreon. Yeah. Hey, Amy, if you, if you want, uh, I can, I can, you could do like a referral. Just go to, uh, funny, what was it? <laughs> fuckmydaughter.tumblr.com, uh, slash Willadine to get 10% Do you 10% think that off. fuckmydaughter.com just has a Patreon donation widget? So, uh, or, uh sorry, Willardine a PayPal donation widget was the joke I meant to make. Oops. Thank you. Willardine leaves the room and Amy says, I'm exhausted. I just want to go home, but I wanted to come over and do whatever the wedding stuff. Oh yeah. She says she left her phone at home. So that's why she couldn't call and tell her mom she wasn't coming over. Uh, I am fucking sent. I'm sure that her phone was on vibrate or something. I am fucking sent at the idea of Ricky just like screaming into his phone as Amy's phone is ringing right next to him. Now, to be fair. All of those calls that we saw. Oh, him Ricky make, wasn't at home because he, he was, was lying. in the butcher shop, just standing in the lobby making phone calls at work. Amy, why are you upstairs? I can hear your phone answer Leaving me. Voicemail after voicemail. God, anyway, so uh, so, uh, and Amy's like, "Oh, I'm really tired. I just want to go home." And Anne's like, "Oh, what's wrong?" And she says, oh, "Well, I at school uh, off camera, uh, the counselor Miss O'Malley told me that I got into Hudson." Uh, which I applied to last spring before we got engaged, and I want to get home ASAP so I can tear up that acceptance letter before Ricky sees it and gets I the wrong idea. I love their They have such a cute relationship. It's so sweet. Uh, Anne says, answer, answer this honestly for me, Amy. Would you rather be single and living with John in New York or married and living with John and Ricky here? And Amy says, well, I'd rather be living in New York and married to Ricky and they would both be there with me. But that's not an option because then we have they we wouldn't be able to have drama about it for the rest of the show. Ricky is the fucking world's smartest boy. He's the valedictorian and he is the best pitcher in the history of the world. And he's also a perfect man. And he's also the future CEO of Boykovich Industries. Fuck Ben Boykovich. If he wanted to go to fucking uh, what's it called? University Hudson. Hudson, he'd be like... Bovine University. I want to graduate from Bovine University. He could just be like, Leo, Dad, I want to go to Hudson. Leo would do anything for him. Leo would buy him an apartment. my son, guess what? I've just bought bought Hudson University just for you. (laughs) I've I've ripped Hudson University from its foundations and moved it all the way to L.A. 
seriously, like, uh, spoilers, this is the drama for the rest of the show. I, I remember I once predicted that the show would end with Amy leaving Ricky and Ricky would be taking care of John. I now double down on this assumption. I think so, that that's how the show's gonna end. So, interesting no comment. But, yeah, this is the drama for the rest of the show, is it's, will Amy go off to New York? Uh, will Ricky go with her? Or will they break up? Will they stay together? That's the rest of the show. See, I just don't understand why They can't matters. go together? A, why they can't go together, and also, why the fuck does it matter? Here's the thing. Something that I, I can't emphasize enough about why this drama is so fucking forced I don't even stupid. know what Amy wants to do with her degree. Does she want to go to fucking graduate school? No, no, no. School? She, we know what she wants to do. She wants to uh, be a, a, a teacher. Why does it matter where she goes to school, then? Just get your degree wherever. She's always wanted to go to Hudson University. <sighs> Remember, she loved New York. She did a funny MGMT montage. I mean, I guess that she likes New York, but can't she, she has just really fucking... fond memories of New York? It's where can't she got she tricked into going to a school for teen moms who suck shit. Can't she just move there later? Why does she like if she it's wants that to go big... hang out with her friend Bristol? Is it that big of a deal? Yes, for the rest of the show. But okay, l- listen. <laughs> here's the thing that makes it even dumber. Ricky has no great attachment to his college. Like this isn't like Ricky's dream school. No, Ricky... he's got his best friends. He's got Jack. Listen. Ricky is going to that school, to University of Five Feet Away, specifically for the purpose of being able to go to school while living at home with Amy. You know, you think that, There's no fucking reason that Ricky would be against going to New York with Amy. No, but he's abusive. That would. I mean, well, he's a piece of shit, but that would allow his wife fiction reason. (laughs) Well, he has to be with his best friends Jack and Adrian and Clementine. Yeah, that that my point is just this is so forced for drama. It's so stupid. Anyway, we're uh, at the coffee shop. Anne says you should talk to Ricky about this because maybe you can have it all, Amy. And Amy says I don't like talking to Ricky. He's scary. (laughs) I don't don't like to talk to Ricky because we hate each other. And it's yeah. So we go to the coffee shop. Clementine is talking about how she used to fantasize about being with Ricky and stole a lock of hair to do a love spell on him. And then Ricky says that I and all the other girls in the foster home used to fantasize about marrying you. Like, Ricky canonically at that point in his life was like an angry shithead who had no friends and everybody hated him. Well, he was, he had small but their abs. (laughs) He did have small but their abs according to the fanfiction that we're reading. So then Ricky, who left 45 voicemails from Amy, gets a call from uh, Amy. Uh, and ag- uh, 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 47. 47. I'm sorry. Gets a call from Amy and then ignores it and says, <laughs> I'm t- I'm getting too angry at R- Amy. Yeah, he, he says, I have to go home to talk to Amy. For some reason, I can't talk to her on the phone, so I have to go. And then Clementine is giving him a look and he's like, I don't regret having John and getting married, okay? And Clementine says, okay. And then Ricky leaves, and Clementine looks sad and jealous. Mm-hmm. So Ricky goes home, and he says, hey, Amy, the great news that is Leo Boykovich got married. Aren't you excited? Yay! And Amy, and Amy like, says, I don't care. Okay. Where have you been all day? Good relationship. So so Ricky is fucking lying about where he's been, by the way. Yeah, they, they start like interrogating each other about where they've each been, and Amy's like, uh, your last class is at three. Where were you all night? I was at the you library. usually have dinner ready, and I had to give John a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and he worst, died. Worst mother ever! You know that he's allergic to peanut butter. Amy, you fucking idiot. Our son's allergic to peanut, uh, to sandwiches. And, yeah, Ricky, Ricky says that he was at the library all night, which is an actual lie. 
Their relationship bums me out so bad. Yeah. The idea of having to watch like 14 more episodes of this show is just truly upsetting to me. <laughs> so they start bickering about dinner. <laughs> that noise you just made. They start bickering about dinner. Ricky's yeah. like, oh, it's okay if John only has a peanut butter and jelly sandwich once in a while. Like, I don't know. I, I always have to. And he's like, ah. and by the Ricky way, says, open your mail. I left you 47 messages today, Amy. And she says, I see you open my mail. And I'm squeeing and clapping and saying, yay, goals. They're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> They're so cute together. I ship it. Let, check out my AMV. It's Ricky opening Amy's mail and then yelling at her. Imagine being a Raimi shipper in season five. <laughs> it's like Brenda's actively trying to piss off Raimi. She was like, I gave you motherfuckers that one fucking montage. You will, <laughs> the sweetness will turn to fucking ash in your mouth. Seriously though, because she she also tore away them getting married. <laughs> you thought you were going to get a big racist Indian wedding. Well, check this out. What if they fought for the rest of the show? My big racist Indian wedding. This is what happens when you cancel my dream. So, uh, yeah, uh, she, she, oh, oh yeah, he, Fuck. She's like, hey, I'm I'm upset that you opened my mail. And he says, well, I did it anyway. And then she says, you need to understand, I don't want to go to Hudson. I applied last spring. We weren't even engaged yet. It was just like, a, I've always wanted to do it. And who knows, might as well. Uh, and she says, uh, I, I always used to dream of going to Hudson, but dreams change. And now my only dream is I want to be married to you and I want, to, I want us to be happy. And Amy, sometimes... Uh... Sometimes dreams are just unrealistic. Uh, Ricky then pulls, like, level 69 sensitive face, and it's just like, I hope so, Amy. Please don't break my heart. Normal. So that's that scene. This uh, show is Adrian... fucking miserable. Yeah, it sucks. Adrian and Omar are kissing, and her phone rings, and he's like, don't pick it up. And she says, okay, fine. And, it's bad. And, and then he says, actually, you should pick, pick it, up. it up, because pick it up, pick I know it up, pick if you don't pick it up, you won't be able to concentrate on me. And she picks up the phone, and it's Ben, and he says, my dad got married. And Omar looks cucked, and he says, I'm sad that you're happy for Leo and Camille. <laughs> I'm sad that you're happy, and happy for the boy who called me a pervert correctly. Yeah, um, and Adrian says, hey, when are we going to move in together? And he says... Well, my lease isn't up for a few months, so I'm probably just going to, like, move some stuff over, and, like, whenever you want me to stay over here, then I'll stay over here for sure. And she's like, that's low class. I'm mad. You should break your lease and screw over your brother. Screw over Chad Moss, a.k.a. Bow Wow. <laughs> I miss Chad Moss, a.k.a. Bow Wow's character, Dante. I love Dante, the boy who was such a player that he, like, made a commitment on the first date or whatever. Yeah, uh, so Omar says, uh, I, I would feel a lot more comfortable moving in with you if we had some kind of commitment. Uh, so he's now using this as leverage to get her to agree to marry him, and he says, he's, he's like, it's been weeks since I proposed. By the way, uh, we've been together for five whole months. <laughs> Ugh! Five whole months? Where and did Adrian's the time like, go? And Adrian's like, no, we haven't. There's no way we've been together that long. And he says, yeah, we have. We met on May 24th. And she's like, e ew, you remember when we met, you freak? And then he's like, ugh, I'm upset that you don't want to get married after all five of these months. I'm going to go back to studying for my test. And then they make upset faces at each other. And what a good relationship on this show. I, will they like or won't watch. they, though? 
Will they or so won't they for the rest ben of the Ben is show? talking to Henry and Alice, and he's deciding who else to tell the good news to, and he says, maybe I should tell Amy. And then Alice says, I'm going home. Goodbye. Henry actually suggests he calls Amy. Ah, and Ben says, great idea. And then Alice says, I'm Yeah, Alice says, I'm leaving. And then Henry says, okay, well, I'll drive you home. Just as a friend. Wink! And then Alice is like, okay, cool. And, and she is into it, because she likes Henry again. And then she they she turns to leave, and then Henry and Ben fist bump. So then Amy, oh, they're in couch. Ricky and Amy are in couch. Who is calling you? And then he, Amy looks, her phone rings, and he reaches over her to answer her phone for her. I want him to be dead. It's so the- weird. It's and he's not like, we- Okay, it's not weird. It's just bad. There's oh, something yeah. weird about it. It's fucking abusive. It's both. It's weird and it's very bad. Uh, he's like, hey, this is, it's Ben calling you, and she says, oh, ignore it. Uh, just hit ignore, I don't feel like talking to Ben. And then he is like, no, and he You're gives her the phone and makes her answer it. This is your punishment for lying to me. You have to talk to Ben now. So she's like, hey, Ben, and he says, hey, great news, my dad, and she says, I know, and he says, oh, Even by the way. News. I was accepted into the Hudson University, and then just, Ricky- liter- Literally, Ben is j- just, like, making conversation. He's like, He's like, oh, yeah, uh, oh, by the way, I got into Hudson, early admission, I'm really excited about that. And Ricky overhears and grabs her phone out of her hand, hangs up, and tosses the phone away. Can I just say, uh-huh. in my dreams, I'm now having dreams of of, uh, of Bamey again, <laughs> just because I know it would make Ricky really upset. I, I want Amy- that was a Bamey shipper egg. <laughs> I just want Amy to take John and go to New York and for Ben to raise his son for the rest of his life because it would make him really mad. <laughs> it's what he deserves. Oh god, that'd be really funny. Uh what I'm lost. Ethan calls Kathy Ethan calls Kathy oh, wait, and uh, says he uh, wants uh, one one more one more the end of that scene is uh Amy Amy's like, Ricky, I didn't know he applied there. It's just a coincidence. And Ricky says nothing and gets up to go T-pose in the kitchen like a pissy little baby. I'm going to the driving range. I'm normal. And then This Amy- is a good relationship. <laughs> I'm leaving Amy. I'm very normal right now, okay? Uh, and then Amy says, why did I apply to that stupid school? Because this is somehow her fault. Thanks, Brenda. So Ethan calls Kathy. Ah, thank God we're with Ethan and Kathy. Finally, a, a, a good scene that we like to watch. We're in the Oasis so Ethan calls Kathy and says that he wants to have another meeting with Jonathan and uh, John Mayer and Sonia. And uh, she says, like, <laughs> great. And then she says, like, look, uh, you acted like a jerk and them telling me to break up with you was nothing but a reasonable request. Yeah. Yeah. Hate to agree with Jonathan and Sonia, but they were right. Like, it's Kathy- weird that they told them to do that, but they are correct. Yeah, and Kathy's like, I don't want you to upset them. They're really great. They haven't required a lot from me. And Ethan says, haven't required a lot from you. Just wait until the baby breaks out of you and leaves your insides destroyed. Kathy starts crying again for some reason. My head is in my hands right now. (laughs) She she says, oh, you idiot. I hate you. And Ethan's like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. And she says... Let's just leave it at we're broken up. And she hangs up on him, and Ethan's all mad at himself, and he do fucking wrong? gives a shit about this drama. Who cares about these characters? Grace walks in with a plate of food that she didn't eat because yeah. she's upset that Jack, quote-unquote, announced that she's a teenage charlotte. And then Kathleen hey, says hey, this is- Hey, a- hey, mm-hmm. hey, 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 remember, remember in season two? No. When Grace proudly stood before her teen abstinence group at church, yeah. and she said, she said, everyone- I want you to know that I 
had sex once with my boyfriend Jack, who's sitting right there being embarrassed. I had sex, and it was a mistake, and I am proud to carry that and yeah, but then and she, but do you not remember what? Mistake. Do you not remember what happened after she gave that brave speech? She no. destroyed the teen abstinence group. So yeah. I think that sort of did negative reinforcement on man. Her, I missed just say me. Let's circle jerk again. Let's rewatch that episode every week again. I don't want to watch that episode again. I do want Lindsay to show back. We up, we were planning on doing a commentary for it. We should do a commentary. Patreon.com slash jerking it. Uh, when, whenever that happens. So, uh, Grace, uh, oh, Kathleen says, uh, well, Grace, this is a good lesson to not do things that you'll regret later. And then Grace Thanks. says, uh, Jack's been leaving me a bunch of messages and I'm not speaking to him because nobody texts anymore. It's all, all voicemail. Teens love voicemail. And Kathleen says, get over it, Grace. <laughs> we all communicate exclusively through I fucking hate my daughter dot Tumblr dot com yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, 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 Kathleen, uh, Grace says, uh, I can't get over it. They're playing that interview on every newscast and sportscast. I might as well wear a scarlet letter tomorrow. Oh, and then wanna... George makes some dumb joke that I forgot what it was. And he, and he laughs at Grace's expense. And Kathleen also laughs at her expense. They're talking about it on fucking Fox and Friends. Yeah. Uh, Grace says, I might as well have just stayed with guy number three, Daniel. And Kathleen says, why not guy number two, Grant? And she says, he thinks he's smarter than me, and he's not a character anymore anyway. And George says, uh, oh, uh, Grace leaves. Mm-hmm. And George turns to Kathleen and he says, which guy am I? And she says, you're guy number one and four. And he says, Aww. nice. First and last. Yeah, that's adorable. So Jack is studying in his dorm, and the door opens, and the pimp man is here, and he says start praying christian and then he has a baseball bat and while and i don't makes ag- scared cuck face he makes scared cuck face and while i don't agree with the horrible child trafficking pimp who is a criminal um i do really enjoy that the cliffhanger of this episode is that a, a pimp is going to kill jack with a baseball bat yeah so that's cool my cool team team moment. moment that's brenda vision that's the end of the episode uh Thanks, i brenda. do want to i do want to quickly uh uh note that jack has learned nothing and still does not oh he can't do it. Not only does Jack not lock his door, when the pimp walks in with the baseball bat, he locks the door. <laughs> and Jack is just looking at it like, oh, he says, that's what that does. I'm here to teach you a lesson. Check this out. Look, Jack's like, wait, this wait, can be, wait, you can wait, actually wait, make wait, it. Wait, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. What did you just do to my door? So check this out. Come here. Come here. So if you've turned the, the little switch this way, the door can't be opened by people like me who are going to kill you, which is what oh. happens on college campuses. So I'm anyway, actually going to start gonna, praying Christian. Yeah, start praying Christian. Time to die. He's like, I learned this lesson too late. Jordan, I have been mm. waiting for this moment since the beginning of the podcast. For I Jack have been to get... carrying this weight on my shoulders, knowing that Jack gets beat up by a pimp with a baseball bat. Now, unfortunately, bat. I did accidentally, when I, I uh, click on the next episode, and it did say that Jack is recovering in the hospital from the pimp situation. So oh, yeah, yeah. He we did forgot, survive. I, I forgot that I had been planning on uh, reading the next episode summaries from now on. So, yeah, let's, let's see what we have. Uh, next episode is half over. Uh, Jack is still in the hospital, and Ricky confides in George. Oh, good. I love a nice Ricky and George scene. That always goes well for me. I hate my wife. She lies to me. Well, well, don't worry, because one day you'll you'll divorce her, and then you'll get back together with her, and she'll love you again. (laughs) Can I say, by the way, while I'm I'm here and go to Mm geo.org, we- I hope we're able to (laughs) finish- we gotta finish this podcast before this all gets put on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Or we could just pirate it. 
No, that's illegal. Anyway, uh, that's Vision. Uh, who are your favorite? Oh, I have another. another I don't note think that about- they. I don't think that they'll put this on Disney Plus. If they're gonna do anything, they're gonna fucking confine this to the every toilet. Bullshit! Of- Disney Channel show is on Disney Plus. Anyway, this is ABC uh, though. That's I different. do have a note uh, about uh, the podcast that I was talking about. Uh, please don't make me watch this. Which is uh-huh. that uh, they end their episode discussions with best and worst person this episode. Amazing. I mean, this show just makes us podcast evolution. This show just makes people discuss like like it's just it's the There's logical only one way to talk about episode. secret life. Anyway, least favorite person is Ricky, obviously. You and can't once do that. Again, oh right, least favorite character is fucking oh man, uh, Leo, I guess. For learning Mine is nothing, Ethan, but I think that this is probably going to have to be the week where we say that. No Ethan is now that. on the list. Ethan is now on the list. It is now the question is least favorite character Once this again, week besides Ricky, George, Ethan, uh, Ben, and uh, Amy. <laughs> but the the list gets narrower, and once again, we judge every character in a vacuum, so we are only judging them by their actions in this episode. So I have to give best character to the funny pimp who beats the shit out of Jack because he did nothing wrong. <laughs> it was wrong pretty fucking th- cool that that guy beats the shit out of Jack with a baseball bat. He did nothing else wrong in this episode, at least. In a vacuum, this guy seems like a pretty cool dude. If this was the only episode that I watched with him in it, I would have been like, damn, I love this guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who this guy is that said start praying Christian and then brandished a baseball bat no, at Jack, but that's no, pretty I can't, cool. No, I can't in good conscience give my my favorite character award to the, to the child trafficking pimp. So I am going to give it to... Uh, I'm gonna give it to fucking. This is very hard. <laughs> gonna give it to Mimsy for for fucking crushing it on social media. I feel so bad. My mine uh mine was Anne. Anne was nice. Yeah. She yeah. was very encouraging to Amy, which I always like to see. That's and a Amy famous small heart. And Amy work. wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah. What else is new? Uh, <laughs> let's. Uh, do we have any questions this week? Yeah, we have a bunch held over from last week when we didn't have okay. time to answer. Well, I, I'm, I'm extremely hungry right now because I, uh, before we started recording, I was like about to go get dinner. Uh, but, but then you, I, you messaged me that you finished the episode and I was like, oh man, the, the immediately yeah. after watching the episode energy is going to be too good to miss out on. So I am very hungry. Let's do one question. What? Okay. We have, uh, okay. We'll do more next week. We'll do more next week. Um, let's see. Oh shit. Next week is, next week is Thanksgiving. We might not do one next week. We'll Are see. we going to do a live episode together? We should. That I don't actually. Fun. I actually don't know if we can. Anyway, if, I, I'll, if I'll can, check my schedule and see if we come, have the if time. You can come for over that. and see Susie, and then we can do a live performance. <laughs> so anyway, here's one from Flight Cub. That if says, you have a question, you can send it to jurgenit.tumblr.com/ask. Here's one that says from Flight Cub that says, "I don't know if the show kept up with Ashley who and followed who? her exploits in Italy." What is she doing there besides scamming her elderly relatives from afar? Well, she's learning how to cook. We know this. She's, she's going to funny cooking school. She's uh, having sex with names that uh, that are like rigatoni and fusilli. Um, lasagna. That's lasagna. that's when you that's when you let a steamroller sexually. Lasagna is when you let a steamroller crush you flat sexually. <laughs> um, and also she's met up with uh, with Tomasini. I, I have a I have a controversial take. Huh. Uh. There's nothing interesting about what Ashley is doing because she hates everything and she's just mad and bored. I hate Italy. She went off to her dream school of of it, Italy I cooking school. I don't know why like, I did Ugh. this. I hate cooking. This sucks. 
Um, one more thing that says, how many energy drinks would Ricky drink? Uh, this is a reference to the new extra credit episode that I was on called, it's about energy drinks. It's funny. Um, it's called, Ricky, uh, Amber is the color of your energy drink. And it is funny. Uh, Ricky would drink no energy drinks because all he needs to fuel himself is his hatred of his, uh, his fiance. I'm, That's I'm all. that guy, uh, from that, from the episode who is like, I, I drank an energy drink on an empty stomach. Why do I feel sick? Help. One, the, I had one monster energy drink experience, which was when I was at a game game launch. Don't even remember which one. And they said, here, take this. And I drank one sip on the way home and said, this is so yucky that I dumped it out of the window of my car, which actually, actually made drank, my car all sticky. I actually drank a lot of monster energy drinks uh, as I was delivering some cargo from uh, <laughs> Mountain Knot Shut City. The fuck up. You made it to Mountain Knot City? Damn. Hell yeah, dude. You've been playing the shit out of this game. I haven't gotten there yet. I'm I'm on my way. I really like Death Stranding. It's really fun. It's really okay, good. The women think I would the, like it this much. The woman stuff in the game horrendous. Yeah. It's so bad. But yeah. the gameplay, it's so fun, dude. It's really good. Anyway, uh, uh, play Death Stranding or don't. If you don't think you'll like it, you're right. Yeah, don't anyway. play. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter.com slash jurgonit, jurgonit.tumblr.com, twitter.com slash posse stresses me, twitter.com slash bradipus rex is Jordan. We have a Discord that you can join to chat with us about subjects such as. Oh, we get, we have a good, uh, I'm gonna throw out a, a, a joke from, uh, from friend of the show, H. Cabe, uh, who says, uh, we kind of workshopped this, uh, but the joke is, uh, if John Mayer wrote a song about famous human pretzel, uh, Lindsay Secret Life, it would be called, your body is an ampersand. I don't get that. Your body is a wonderland by John Mayer. I don't listen to John Mayer. I don't either, but I know the name of the song. Interesting. Good for you. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. So thanks, H Cave. Sorry, Jordan hates it. <laughs> it's not your fault, H Cave. I just don't know. I'm not familiar with the entire discography of John Mayer. It's one song. It's like okay. his most okay. well-known song okay. besides "Daughter." Check this out. Imagine John Mayer had a hundred songs. That is, I have a one in a hundred chance of knowing that particular song. I'm just surprised. Okay, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I'll edit this out because you're bullying our friend. HK, it's very funny now that I get, now that I get it, I get it. It's Patreon.com slash Jurgenit. <laughs> We're going to have one less donor. <laughs> one dollar gets you a uh, mildly special role in our Discord, marking you as a fellow teen, uh, plus access to all of our bonus content. Our Secret Diary of Ashley Jurgens readings, our fan fiction readings, our episode audio commentary tracks, uh, Circle Jurg episodes, uh, as well as the Grant High School Exchange program where we watch various high school teen movies. We just put up our High School Musical 2 episode, which was very fun and good. Beastly's and we next. Like it. We're going to do Beastly next, next. is Beastly. We love Vanessa Hudgens, apparently. <laughs> We can't get enough of her. We only do musicals and movies with Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> it's called five dollars. It's called uh, it's called what the Hudge. <laughs> five dollars gets you a pretty special Discord role, marking you as a cool teen. You can send in a message that will uh, that we will read in Ben voice ASMR optional, and you get a shout out on the podcast. Ten dollars gets you all of that, plus an incredibly special Discord role, marking you as Marshall's chosen, allowing you to listen to the recordings live as they happen, and. As and. we criticize your jokes, apparently. So thank you to our ten and five dollar subscribers: Valerie W, Destry Hawk, H Cave, Stephanie Ruff, Doctor B Dandy, Colby, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. Thank you all very, very much. Hell yeah! Um, and you can find all of our episodes at SecretLifePod.com. You can tell your friends about us. You can leave us iTunes reviews where you say how good we are. It would be so great if we got really popular and famous. 
uh, in the second half of the final season. Um, and most importantly, mm-hmm. keep you can on listen to our podcast. Oh. So, keep on uh, keeping on. Keep on keeping thanks. on. You, uh, thanks, we are thanks, hosted baby. on noisepace.xyz, a podcast website oh, that with too. such podcasts as the island shuffle and radish and picking up something good and ham steak and fear baiting and city girls make do 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 and podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses yeah and the stick yeah and elite full restore yeah follow my more. follow my ace attorney food blog turnaboutkitchen.tumblr.com <laughs> oh yeah uh i i saw i was actually uh i was very torn between uh what the fuck jordan on your food blog, you're showcasing the incredibly simple dish of Gumshoe's funny lunchbox that's just I'm making hot dogs. food for Mace Attorney. But I saw that you said that was a recipe entirely of your own creation, including like the glaze, and it sounded really good, and I was impressed. Hey, my job is to recreate food for Mace Attorney. I'm going to be doing uh, something something kind of funny next, so. Uh, you can make a really terrible dish. The What was it? The, the twin tea set. I I worried about making that one because it has lobster in it. I was thinking of doing. I'm thinking of doing Angel some of Angel Star's lunch boxes at some point, which would be fun. Is that an Apollo Justice character? Because I don't know. No, that. that's that's from Rise from the Ashes. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the name of that? Plug your plug plug that account. It's a uh, turnabout hyphen kitchen dot tumblr dot com. It's uh fuck my stupid daughter and dot tumblr dot com <laughs> slash Mimsy. Uh, and like we say at the end of every episode. Keep on keeping on. Thanks, Brenda. Keep on keeping on. I need a fucking sign from a hundred other players that tell me. Yeah. I need a monster. Is anyone out there? I need to use. I need to use toilet sitting. <laughs> Play Death Stranding. If, if Play the popular if, game. Use toilet standing. Death standing. Bye. Thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. It's so hard to think, Brenda. Brenda Vision. American Teenager is